Yo, we back, we back, we back, we back. Let's man, get it, let's get it. Pull up y'all chairs, have a seat real quick, man. You know, I go by the name Burke. And it's your boy, Dub. What's good, man? Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Just chilling, man, just chilling. It, it's been a while, so been a while. But uh, before we get into it, man, we just want to tell y'all, make sure y'all check us out on the social um google us at the gridiron roundtable we're the first option that comes up more than likely we are that official and um make sure y'all check out our good friends at milton and jones handcrafted.com again milton and jones handcrafted.com bro how you been man man i'm good i'm just drinking a brewski right now you feel what, me? You, what you what you got on tap oh you know i got a little heineken you know what i'm saying i got a little heineken right now i'm feeling good you feel me hey we out here. You leveling up? I'm trying to. You know, I'm already, the season's over. I'm already yeah. looking at film. I'm looking at film for these rookies, you know. We got to keep it moving. Hey, I'm already drafting. <laughs> no lie, I'm on. You wild, dude. Uh, <laughs> you hey, wild already? Hey, we out here, dog. Hey, when it comes to doing a lot, hey, I do the most. You know what I'm saying? Dang, bro. You ain't even wait till free agency or the draft. You out here nah, getting Nah, man. Hey, we... Hey, we, we got we got we, we just shooting, dog. We, we just we ain't even aiming. We just shooting out here, dog. Hey, man. Hey, don't invite me to no leagues, bro. I'm I'm strapped. I was gonna drop all my leagues, not all my leagues. I was gonna drop two or three of them dynasties, but I said, you know what? Let me keep going. Let me let me let me let me try with this sleeper app some more. You what you what what you uh what you stumble across what you stumble across, man. Nah, I was about to just drop. I don't really like the sleeper app. I know that's a very popular app, um, but there's just certain things functionality-wise that bothers me. And like when you have multiple leagues in sleeper app, it can get really confusing with the chats, like real quick. Yeah, so, and I'm not gonna lie, it, it it does do a lot. You know what I'm saying? That uh, that sleeper app is it, real busy. You know what I'm saying? It, if, if you're if you're used to like ESPN where it's like you know just cut dry, this is your roster and that's about it. You know what I mean? It 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 can be real real busy. So I hey I'm with you, man. It took me a while to get used to it too, man. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I play on the ESPN app, played on the Yahoo. I got both league two leagues in Yahoo and ESPN. I've mm-hmm. done the NFL app before. NFL app is just a that's just garbage. Hey, he said, I wait. Hey, I do not recommend that. Hey, if somebody in your league is like, oh, we're going to use the, the the NFL app, don't do it. Hey, you're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I That's haven't done good. a Yahoo, man. I, I mean, I haven't tried uh, Yahoo yet. Not that platform, at least. It's straight. It ain't, you know, it's all right. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, they all got their quirks. Okay, okay. So uh, we got lined up for him today, man. I mean, we're just going to do a recap, man. You know, recap on the season. Uh, talk about what we learned mm-hmm. um, and and how we move forward. You know, it's been man. a long season, man. The season just wrapped up. Uh, it was it was a crazy championship week, unfortunately. You know, speaking for myself, mm-hmm. I was not able to get into the championships this season. I'm on a two-year drought now, so you know I gotta I gotta come back, man. Hey, you know what though, man? It's, it was it was really really tough this year, man. You know what I'm saying? It was 
It was it was ungodly tough this year. I've never seen anything like that. And right now, I'm in that like grace period where I'm really just enjoying football, and I'm just relieved that fantasy football is over. Like I ain't gotta worry about waivers no more. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gotta worry about uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, trades man. and who's who's doing what? And, you know what I'm saying? Like. It's just a, a whole different vibe, man. So I'm I'm fully, fully enjoying it, man. For right now, at least. Hey, it's peaceful right now. You know, like I said, championship week, I was a little sad uh, not competing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was watching those games comfortable, no stress at all, not worried. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I said, now I'm watching film. You know, I'm already preparing for – for next season and I'm already excited about this draft coming up. I know there's a lot of I see there's a lot of chatter about this being a down year for draft and and uh hey look man you know we say this a lot but these wide receivers gonna be actually it's gonna be another decent receiving class I think they got some big time hitters but we ain't gonna I ain't gonna get too hot you know what I'm saying I've only started watching film actually this since this weekend I just started watching film so oh, okay it's really? more more to come. That's all I'm gonna say with that one. More to come, and y'all let's get to it. Hey, so so how? I know you talked about your teams, man. How how many leagues were you in, and how many playoff appearances did you have? I was in eight leagues, and I had five playoff appearances. Okay. In uh, three of my dynasties, so I'm in four dynasties. Three of them I didn't make. One of them I was just terrible, but the other ones I hovered around 500. I barely missed getting into the playoffs. Uh, other one I was bounced out quick. And then the other four were either a redraft or keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I got knocked out real quick the first round. So, um, you know, it was tough, man. How about you? Man, so I was in a lot of leagues, man. I'm not going to lie. Um, I was in like, well, I think I said like 13 this year, but at least six of those were, um, were best ball. So they kind of managed themselves. Um, there were three leagues I just really didn't check into whatsoever. So I'm like, I can't even do the math right, man. Basically, I was in... Six playoffs. I made, I made the I made the playoffs in six leagues. Uh, I had four first round buys and um, one chip to show for it. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was, it was terrible, man. But you know, I got to the chip, won one, and um, I, I won a I won a best ball league too, man. So you know, I I can't really complain too much. Congrats, congrats, man. Yeah, man. Um, I'm in the dynasty where. Um, everything just hit, man. Like I, I think I showed you uh, my my roster on, and I, I mean on draft day, I walked away thinking, "Oh man, I just donated fifty bucks for no reason," and I ended up coming in third. But this is probably my favorite dynasty, man. I got Mahomes, Mitchell, Javante Williams, Jefferson, Waddle, McLaurin, Gronkowski, Williams, and uh, Anderson, Mac Jones. Kirk Cousins, Edward Zolaire, Etienne, 
Um, so, you know, I'm not going to lie. You know, when I left on draft day, I was not, uh, I was not very confident in the squad. And a lot of teams where I was confident, they, it just, it just didn't pan out, man. Didn't pan out. It worked out, man. But, you know, it'd be like that, man. It really does, man. Which one? So your favorite league, man, what was your roster look like? In my favorite, I don't know. I don't know if I got a favorite league. Well, you uh, know what? I'll say this: the 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 squad that was the best, and it just disappointed me because we lost. Was uh, the, actually the one in your league. Mm-hmm. Um, that one I had: Kamara, Ramondre Stevenson, Justin Jefferson, Gasecki, David Montgomery, Michael Carter, Edwards Alaire, McLaurin. Uh, Elijah Mitchell or have a shot penny like that that was a good league you know that was a good squad it was mm-hmm. unfortunate though first week of the playoffs COVID hitting um and a lot of my players just didn't hit it was a low scoring game and I lost mm-hmm. and then the next week my team went off again so I was very frustrated with that um but we'll see I think I think it's with that league I think it's a keeper again mm-hmm. and um if we're going keeps again man I got I got I got to make some moves, man. You know, so I'm excited already for the offseason with in regards to that league. Um, I think what other league is um, this Yahoo league I'm in. Um, that this was the league I was telling everybody about where I started off on five, um, and I made some big trades, mm-hmm. and then I I finished off the season. Uh, what was it? Six and what was it? Oh, fuck, I can't even think, man. Seven and how many? How many games this year? Seven and if I won seven games, how many did I lose? Oh, that's uh, ooh, is it eight, seven, no, nine. I think it is nine. I don't think there's yeah. a way to be. I don't think there's a way to have like a yeah, seven and nine. Yeah, so you know, down the stretch, you know, I went uh, what, six and three down the stretch after I made those trades. So you know, I made some trades. I made some crucial trades, but I waited too long. You know, and mm-hmm. I felt like. That team, I could have, I could have won a championship if I had just won some more games earlier on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Lesson learned. How about you, man? What was your favorite team this season? Uh, I just went over mine. Um, I had a couple of other strong contenders, and you know, it was it was it was just just didn't work out, man. Just injuries and COVID just took over like none other, man. Like it COVID wasn't was crazy. It wasn't even it wasn't even close, man. So. Um, it was just bad, man. It was just bad. Um, I, I had one league where I lost Lamar Jackson, um, Elijah Mitchell, um, who else? I Hawkinson, uh, yeah. Terry McLaurin for I think, oh, I think I lost Terry McLaurin for a week. Not that he was. It didn't like he was playing those last five games anyway. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just right. It was it was just bad, you know what I mean? Like going into the playoffs when I needed them the most. It was just like, you know, ransacked with injury. So um it was it was it was it was just tough, man. It was it was just tough. And it sucked because as soon as that was over, it was like if I if I really wanted to, you know, I probably could have done a lot better. It's just that that one week, week 15, man, it really screwed me, man. So um there was some other leagues. I think in your league, I was really confident. Um, had the one-on-one, and 
Yo, McCaffrey burned me so bad, dog. I don't ever want the one on one again, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, listen, like, the the I hate drafting first because mm-hmm. listen, who was it? A few years ago, long time ago, after the season after Ladainian Thomason broke all those records that one year, mm-hmm. I had the one one and I drafted him first pick, and mm-hmm. then. That year he had got injured a lot. He had turf toe injuries. And I was just and my season was ruined because I was like LT bet. And then oh, did I have the one one in the league this year? No, I don't think I did this year. I had the one no, I think I had like the second round, the second pick in the league last year. And I got Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. You know how that happened. It <clears throat> ended up last year. So yeah, man, yeah. I don't like I don't like drafting high, man. I prefer meet me in the middle. Dog, so in in that league, I had the um the the one on one. In another league, I had the one on one. And so in both leagues, the way that that the way that that the draft fell, in both leagues, I was able to get Kyler Murray, and then they they looked very similar. Um, I had Justin Jefferson in one league, I had Mixon in the other. And ultimately, I did just enough to make it to the playoffs. I really survived um, McCaffrey's injuries. And like I was saying, mm-hmm. man, like, in your league, that probably was the team I, I was most proud of because I was, like, two and six with, like, zero margin of error. And I, I won out, made the playoffs. Unfortunately, I was, like, a very easy out because, you know, the team just wasn't really – built like that you know with the injuries and all that stuff down the stretch you know what i mean so but it is what it is man and you you leave what you you uh you live when you learn man you know what i'm saying yep i know it bro yes sir so what uh what are, what are some takeaways that you had from this year man just like <clears throat> um you know i think for me you know, one, you know, and excuse my language, but COVID is a bitch. Hey, that's real. Hey, we ain't gonna cut that out. Like, <laughs> nah, nah. That's nah. gonna lie. Cause COVID is a trip, man. Just in, in general, just in real life, right? Just our daily, our day to days. And mm-hmm. in regards to fantasy, man, as soon as the playoffs hit, man, you know, you had to have a lot of luck and a lot of depth to mm-hmm. make it through all the COVID breakouts of December um so you know that's one thing and then secondly you know I think when I look back on some of my drafts I drafted way too much on upside this year more so than ever mm-hmm. um and I'm just getting back to the basics and <clears throat> getting my hitters getting my top hitters mm-hmm. um you know I'm I'm the, I'm not an aggressive trader ever mm-hmm. you know I really trust myself to draft well and get the right waivers and you know this year that league i told you i was 0 five you know i had to i flipped zeke to a cowboys fan you know when you're making these trades you gotta understand who you're training with i knew it was a cowboys fan so i traded him zeke and i got back Najee and deontay johnson mm-hmm. um well, that was a steal yeah, it was a steal bro i knew but you know it was easy because i knew he was a big time fan and then um i flipped uh, Nick Chubb, and this is when Trey Sermon had that decent game where he was starting. I think he had like 14 touches for 88 yards. Like he had a decent game. Mm-hmm. So I had traded Nick Chubb and Trey Sermon for 
uh, for DeAndre Swift. Um, and so, like, that turned, my, that turned my season around ASAP. You know what I mean? I got two big-time hitters. I got a PPR running back. I got a solid RB1. I got a, a wide receiver one. It was ASAP. So, mm-hmm. you know, making the trades when I need to. Um, and then, you know, drafting right, uh, you know, drafting the hitters, you know. And, again, you know, something that I noticed a few years ago, two years ago when I won my last championship, I had won my last championship with RB2s. And mm-hmm. when you look at the running backs, how they ended up this year, you know, there wasn't too many, like, dominant RB1s, you know right. what I'm saying? So it's just a reminder for myself, especially with some of these keeper leagues where, you know, everybody wants to keep these running backs or, you know, in the top, you know, when you're drafting, people always want to draft up all the running backs. You got to be know. careful with that, man. You got to yeah. be careful with that. Because they don't end it. It's a long season. And this year showed it. Like, I can't even – I have to look real quick, but I don't think we've had – and we'll see, you know, because there's still time left. But there's not even 10 1,000-yard rushers this year. No, I think we're barely at five. Yeah. We're barely at five. Like, the running back and and you're you're seldom going to get a full um, season from a running back. You know what I'm saying? They're going to miss time. And those weeks are going to hurt when your RB1 is missing time. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they missing time. And so, hold on. I'm I'm just checking it right now. Um. Let's see. So we had, bro, at this point in time, there was five running backs with a thousand yard rushing. Mm-hmm. And and tell me why Derrick Henry is still number six rushing. I'm telling you, man, that that dude, if, if he would have finished the season, I think he probably would have beat out Jonathan Taylor. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So, but yeah, man, you hit the nail right on the head, man. Look, you live by the running back, you're going to die by the running back. And that position, man, this year has taught us that his handcuffs are, oh, my gosh, they are vital, man. Look, like, stupid vital. Look at the top 10 running backs for PPR on championship week. Rashad Penny, and I'm going in order. Rashad Penny, Najee mm-hmm. Harris, Darrell Williams from the Chiefs, Boston Scott, Ramondre Stevenson, A.J. Dillon, David Montgomery, Kamara, and Elijah Mitchell. So that's championship week. And I just want to do semifinals week. I just want to let people see this. Justin Jackson, Joe Mixon, Rex Burkhead, Damian Harris, which is good. Nick Chubb, yep. Chase Edmonds, David Montgomery, cool. Sony Michelle, Rashad Penny, Devin Singletary. Again, these last two weeks, just the running back wise, there are a few names that are first round running backs when we're drafting them. Yeah, uh, like no more, no more than four. No more than four, barely even three. And then I'm gonna just do the week before. This is the you know wild card week for playoffs. Duke Johnson, Jonathan Taylor, Jeff Wilson, Antonio Gibson, Eckler, James Robinson, Miles Sanders, Devin Singletary, Nick Chubb, and Zeke. Now there's there's a lot of very you know there's uh, more parody names there. It's more familiar, but in comparison to the last two weeks, the scoring wasn't as high. Right. Everything was mid-tier, you know what I mean? So all I'm just saying, I'm just saying all I have to say is like, like I said, I won a championship two years ago with RB2s. 
And mm -hmm. yeah, it's good to get you a good RB1. Hopefully they can stay healthy or hopefully they can lead you to the promised land. But ultimately what it's always going to come down to is making those waiver moves. Because a lot of those backs we just mentioned that are people are like, who, who? Those were a lot of those who's waivers, Duke Johnson, Devin Singletary, because I'm sure at some point somebody dropped Devin Singletary. Right. And he came down hard. He was he was top 10. OK, so week 15 is top 10. What was he week 16? All right, week 16 ain't do shit, but championship week, he came right back. Top. Oh, yeah. No, he was top 10 down the stretch the last three weeks of the season, bro. Mm hmm. So that's all I'm saying, man. That's just my biggest – it's not so much a lesson as far as just a reminder. Right. I mean, hey, but look, side note, Devin seems – it looked like they're finally giving him the the chance that they should have been giving him since his rookie year, man. And unfortunately, I think people are still going to be too scared off to actually give him a shot, man. But, hey, he's snapping, man. He's snapping with the chances that he's given. And he's doing a lot of his opportunities. And – this is what they should have been doing a long time ago. I don't know why they went out. I mean, maybe running back competition, you know what I'm saying, to try to see if they can get Singletary to up his game. But they drafting Zach Moss turned out to be a waste, man. We'll see, man. It's still it's still early, bro, because Devin Singletary, he was, he was straight early on in the season, and he kind of dipped off, and, mm -hmm. and then he just <clears> – <throat> came back with fire and then you see Rashad Penny coming with fire like he's finally healthy healthy and he's just looking every bit of the first round pick he's supposed to be so you think it's too late for him to be a fantasy asset I don't think it's too late I think if he stay healthy because he's looking he's basically what he was supposed to be because coming out of college he's because he's a big guy mm -hmm. but he's also very fast and he showed all of that. He showed explosiveness. He showed the power. Um, he's he's looking good. The thing is, he's healthy. He hasn't been healthy his whole career. And he even said it. He's he, Before he came to the NFL, he said he never had an injury. Mm -hmm. So if he's finally healthy, Seahawks going to have to make some tough choices. Hey, that's real. That's real. And what you learn, man? What you learn? Man, so I learned the importance of a set it and forget it wide receiver one. Um, in the beginning of the season, I was really worried about, and especially in our keeper league. Um, well, with in our keeper league with um, that we went with another friend of ours, um, I had Dustin Jefferson, and you know he he of course came with that stellar rookie year, right? Mm -hmm. But um, he did have some some up and down games, and I was just like, I mean, obviously I got to keep Jefferson, but it would be nice if you know he had those you know surefire you know safe games. Well, this year I think he only hit single digits one time, and other than that, he's been double digits. He's been a true set it and forget it. And when you have somebody that not even just Jefferson, when you have a Devonte Adams. When you have a, a Cooper Cup, who I think is going to be the number one wide receiver off the board, you know what I'm saying, in a redraft. Um, when you have those, when you have guys like that, man, that can get you double-digit points on average any given week, that is just as valuable as, you know what I'm saying, having an RB1. Because 
your running back then they're not always going to be hitting you know what i'm saying like a wide receiver can mm-hmm. um your wide your running back can get taken out of the game you know literally or figured like you know what i'm saying if if they get hurt or you know what i'm saying or if they're um schemed out you know somebody just really sells out on just stopping your running back you know what i mean like what what are you what, what are you going to do with that you know what i mean versus when you have a wide receiver that can can get targets um and put up numbers that's in the, that's either that's either in a good offense or on a team that's gonna be playing from behind basically all season. Um it's almost invaluable, you know what I'm saying? Um kind of go hand in hand with the whole wide receiver thing. Not only is it good to find a wide receiver that can get you an average of double-digit points, but to get those wide receivers that are target hogs, those guys are just invaluable. You know what I'm saying? When you got somebody that can average um, 11, 12 targets a game, that is so key. You know what I'm saying? Even Terry McLaurin, when Logan Thomas was hurt and um, – he was doing well in the, in the first half of the season. He was getting double-digit targets. So even though they were coming from Taylor Heineke and they were trash, he still had that consistent volume. You know what I mean? And that paid dividends versus somebody like, you know, like a Rondale Moore who had those spike games where he went like, you know, three for, you know, a hundred something and two touchdowns, you know, whatever the case may be. It's more, it's better to just, you know, to, to have that consistency. So that's that's what I learned as far as um, the wide receiver position this year. Um, it, is, it is very crucial. Even though it's deep, it's a deep position, it's, it's, it's super critical. Um, and then I also learned, you know what I'm saying, this, like you, man, um, I really don't trade a lot. Um, when I don't have the assets to, but I, I really learned the importance of um, being active and trading and knowing when to push a trade. Um, when you have somebody that has some some strong outings and you're not sure if they can really, you know what I'm saying, keep it up, um, or if you see an opportunity to move somebody like hey this person just went off two weeks in a row got me 20 points 23 points but i see they got three consecutive back back to back to back bad matchups and the trade deadline's approaching i don't want to sit here and deal with do i need to start this person to trade them move them you know what i'm saying find those teams that you know have a weakness that you can exploit hey you need a wide receiver, here you go. I got one for you, X, Y, and Z. It's all about, you know what I'm saying, being opportunistic um, and, and figuring that stuff out, man. Um, mm-hmm. Just being active, man. Um, that's what I've learned so far, man. Um, and then just, uh, just and, and also to really, really trust yourself, man. If you do the homework, you watch the tape, um, you read up on what's going on. You pay attention in the off season and with the beat reporters. You know what I'm saying? Or who's and and you know what to listen for. Like you know, 
everybody's hoping that somebody gets an expanded workload. Everybody hopes that somebody would, you know, X, Y, and Z, but learning what to listen for, like, yeah, this person's not looking good in practice. This person is struggling to pick up, you know what I'm saying? This, like learning what to listen to and what not, not to listen to. When you, when you do all that, and you have your eyeball test and everything, trust what you see. And I, I say that to say this. I traded a uh, waddle away. Um, and what I got in return was it was it was worth it. You know what I'm saying? I got a very good player in return. <clears throat> but going forward though, Waddle, his his price tag, man, I mean. It's going to be crazy. He's easily the best player on the Dolphins team. And he's going to be for years. And when you, when we, 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 um, we did our homework, we watched the tape on him. We both liked him coming out in the draft. And it was just like, trust your process. You, you should have kept him, you know what I'm saying, in the grand scheme of things. So that's why I say, you know, just listen to yourself. If you know what you're listening for and you know what you're watching for, stick with what you know. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Stick with what you know. Yeah, man. We did we did those early evaluations. And I think, you know, for the most part, I think, you know, excuse me, when we were looking, we were just, you know, comparing kind of our boards to everybody else. Our boards was a lot different than everybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were. Hey, I remember texting you earlier this week, like, yo, man, we called it. Like, there's there's so much stuff that we called um in the in the beginning of the offseason that was kind of going against uh the you know the popular group thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you were big on um Ramondre Stevenson, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We both were big on Javante. We both said that, you know, we thought that Javante was going to be the better, the better running back out of the draft. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> I was big on Amon Ross St. Brown, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and look where he is. Um, he, I'm, I'm pretty sure he legitimately won people championships uh, yeah. this year. You know what I'm saying? And that wasn't really the 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 popular thing to say, you know what I'm saying, back then. So look, we even had Khalil Herbert very high. He didn't have like the biggest year, but Montgomery mm-hmm. when Montgomery went down for those three to four weeks, you know, I, I you know, one of the moves I was I was really happy about. And everybody was chasing for Damian Williams and I went and get Khalil for free. Mm-hmm. And he and he was the one, you know, unfortunately Damian had got COVID and he was out for two weeks for COVID. I'm fortunate for that. I'm glad he was healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Khalil balled out, you know? So look, man, you know, that just like you saying, man, trust your eye, trust your gut. And that, that just confirms for me, you know, that we got to just for, for our future episodes, as far as we prepare, we got to make sure we watch that tape for these rookies. We got to see who the next guys are. And then even once we do all that, we got to make sure we watch the tape from this season. Who Who is it that we missing? Who is it that's going to be next? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. now everybody you right now, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Look, we all know I'm a big Terry McLaurin fan, but he has burned people, man. Who you burned, telling? I had him in two leagues, bro. Burned me badly. Um, and at the end of the day, man, it is not his fault. Like, I think he's going to be the 
one of the players that leaves like the, the worst taste in people's mouth um, after this season. And he was a victim to just terrible quarterback play, man. Like, out, out, out of this world. But I'm, I'm, inter- I'm, I'm more interested in figuring out where we went wrong. Um, I know that I was wrong about a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking to see where I was wrong and, and, and figure out, you know what I'm saying, what to correct going forward. You know what I mean? Well, so many anomalies that can happen over the season, man. And, you know, things change quick, man. Like, example, I know um, Jamar Chase, when he was coming out, you know, I was not hype about him. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I was hype on his talent, but I was like, yo, it's going to be a while before he hit. You know, he mm-hmm. started off in the preseason slow. He started off the season kind of slow, and then he just went super saying ultra instinct, just dumb. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, that to be said, I do have him in the dynasty. Like, he was one of the <laughs> – I had a chance to draft him first, yeah. and I did. But I didn't think he was going to – I knew he was going to be good, but I didn't think he was going to – I mean, I didn't think he was going to be like this, bro. And, right. You know, we going to see, man. Like, teams going to have to respect him differently this next season. But it's going to be hard because that offense has killers on offense, man. They got killers on offense. Yeah, man. Um, those LSU, those LSU wideouts, man. Them boys is killing it, man. Those boys is killing it. They are doing really, really well, man. So, um, it's just... Oh man, it's gonna be crazy to see how people view those guys. Cause in the in the draft that I'm doing right now, hey, guess where Jamar Chase went? We're 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 doing a way too early dynasty startup draft right now. First round. Oh, yeah, he went in the first round, but guess what? Pick three. This is a this is a dynasty startup, by the way. PPR. PPR. Yep. He went like. I say, uh, I said three, but let me change. It. I'm gonna say he went five. Dog, he went number two. He one two. Yep, he went the one o two, dog. And let me tell you, I am not shocked at all. Hey, I would be. I'm not mad. He he, a young killer. You know what I'm saying? And you got somebody that you're gonna have for like the next 10, 12 years if you play in that league that long. Right. Um. So yeah, man. Um, it is this this dynasty thing is it's it's a whole different beast. Guess where your boy Javante went? Uh, top of the second, like two one. He went the one twelve, man. What? I was close. I was close. Yep, he went the one twelve, man. So, um, dynasty, man. These sophomore players, yo, they are taking. Off man, people are really, really excited. Um, I'm really, really excited, and it's gonna be interesting to see how all this pans out, man. I'm looking forward to next season, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts, man. It's gonna be nuts. Yeah, man, it's it's gonna be nuts, man. We're gonna take our time, man. You know, I'm I'm gonna just relax for a little bit. I'm gonna watch this film. I'm trying to find these diamonds in the rough, man. You know, because that's the big thing, right? Is like, you know, we know. There's like even from the running backs. I haven't watched the running backs yet all the way, but it's like there's top guys. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be. Able, I want to find who's gonna be that next Ramondre. You know what I'm saying? Like who's that? Who is that cat? There ain't nobody really checking for. You hey, know what I mean, 
Hey, that's a that's an unofficial lesson that we learned, and that's what I missed too. I'm glad you brought that up, man. Before we go, before we get off of here, man, the importance of um finding those gems, man. So basically, you remember in the off season, um, at, at, at the draft, everybody was going all crazy for Trey Sermon. The Niners traded up um mm-hmm. to get him X, Y, and Z. And like you had mentioned with Khalil Herbert, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we like to zag when others zig. You know what I'm I'm saying? So um, basically, if I went and got Elijah Mitchell everywhere I could because he was basically basically free. And (laughs) right from the jump, week one, healthy scratch trade serving. Like, bro, what? Catch was like, what? Dog, his metrics? out of this world like his his yard at the contact uh, um his snap his snap play you know what i'm saying all that stuff off the charts and you know last year shanahan was quick to play the hot hand the true hot hand i mean you people were playing mccann one week because he had 20 carries and next week it was wilson and then two weeks later it was Mostert when he came back from injury and then it was wilson again Dog, when Elijah Mitchell was playing, he was getting the touches. When he was injured, somebody else filled in. But when he came right back, he got 20-plus carries every single time. They really liked this guy, man. And basically, if you had him, he probably carried you to the playoffs. But, man, he was good. His health wasn't good, but he was really good. That's what I'm saying. His health wasn't. He got you to the playoffs, but he didn't help you seal the deal. You know what I mean? No, man, because I had him in in your league, man. Yeah. But here's here's, here's the thing, though. This is why I say, like like you're saying, diamonds in the rough. I looked at my draft recaps where I I picked him up in Dynasty Dynasty, um, uh, startups, 13th round. 15th round, 16th round is where I got Elijah Mitchell. You're you're picking up an RB1 in the 13th or the 15th round. That means that you probably have at least two RB1s. That means you have at least two good running backs, a flex running back, and then you got a bonus RB1 just for being up on your game, man. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're trying to do, man. We're going to try and find these diamonds on the rough for the people out there. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Well, shoot, man. Look, as always, it was a good talk of fantasy football with you. Likewise, bro. Hey, and make sure y'all check us out on the socials at, at the Gridiron Roundtable on the first page. We're super official with it. And uh, make sure you check out our friends at MiltonAndJonesHandcrafted.com. Again, MiltonAndJonesHandcrafted.com. Fellas, Valentine's Day is around the corner. Go get your, go get your significant other some smell goods, man, some soaps um body cream all that good stuff man so hey she acting right oof (laughs) and you you on your own with that one playboy (laughs) hey she ain't acting right hey players look as long as she acting right go ahead and drop that bread hey if she not if she not acting right buy it and save it for her birthday there we go contingency plans Hey, I'm weak. But yo, we out of here, man. Yo, but that.